Running a brokerage is hard work. So whether you're focused on building your own sales pipeline, hiring the best agents, leveling up your team's production, or protecting culture you've built, you're in the right place. Real estate brings the challenges, and we share the solution. Welcome to the show dedicated to broker entrepreneurs. Welcome to the Brokerpreneur Podcast. Hey guys and gals, welcome to another episode of Brokerpreneur Podcast. I was trying to, like, you know, was trying to like, you know, be kind of country like my, you know, I got country roots, Matt. Okay. I got country roots. I got you. Uh, <laughs> and so I'm here. I'm Dr. Ben Spears. Dr. Flo, I'm here with the big guy as usual, Matt Vi. How you doing, partner? I'm doing absolutely fantastic, partner. <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, why, don't, why don't you round up what we're talking about today? I got you. And let us know. So we're going to talk about a, we're going to talk about client relationships, okay? Okay. And uh, and what I mean by a, what I mean by client relationships is the people that your that your agents are doing business with. Mm-hmm. Uh, should you hawkishly go into their database and steal those people from them, and then tell recruits that you steal people from people's CRMs? That's what we're going to talk about. Wow, that's intense. <laughs> you right. think? You know, I I think we all know the answer, but the, but let's get to it. <laughs> You know, I can't remember what episode I talked about it, so you guys just had to go listen to them all, but there is an episode where I got attacked by a hawk. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I got attacked yep. by a hawk, putting out open house signs, and uh, it, was pretty, it was pretty entertaining. So <laughs> go back and check that out. I don't even know what episode it was, but uh, listen to them all and you'll find it. That being said, I'm going to hawkishly uh-huh. um, <laughs> tell everybody... Wherever you're listening, make sure you hit that uh, hit that thumbs up button for us. Um, helps the algorithm a ton. It is the absolute best way to support the channel. And so, Matt, that being said, client relationships. I got to read this note before I read the first bullet point. It says you better do it. You better do it. <laughs> All right. So this is a so this a little bit. I'd, I'd love to get anybody's feedback on this, and I'm going to try to keep this conversation really super concise Should and they? why I look at it the way that I look at it. But more importantly, what results I got from this because I looked at it the way I looked at it. Okay, okay. I like it. So uh, okay, if you ask an agent and you said, "Hey, Mister and Miss Agent, uh, do you take care of your clients?" They would look at you like, are you freaking crazy? I take care of my clients better than anyone else in the world has ever taken care of any client ever. Okay. Pause. Yeah. So uh, I've been in a meeting before when I had very experienced agents that do a tremendous amount of production and we're talking about how you generate business and a brand new agent said, oh, well, I was at an open house that was here. And I so what I went and did is knocked on all the doors and all the people that are on all the other houses. And, uh, and one of the people said, Hey, we're thinking about selling our, selling our property. And so I said, Hey, why don't you come to this open house and we can talk a little bit about it and I can help you sell it. And this property is a blank million dollar property. And, uh, and one of the other people that were in the, were in there said, Oh, where's it at? And this is a room full of people. Yeah. Uh, the person says, where's it at? And so this new agent gives the address and the experienced agent who has told me on millions of occasions, I follow up. I take care of my people. I, whatever, uh, the new agent has a listing appointment with these people that the experienced agent said, Oh, those are my clients. I sold them that house. Yeah. So I have always had an issue with an agent saying after closing, those are my clients. Oh yeah. You don't own them. Yeah. And, and so laying claim to someone 
even if you're willing to put the effort into staying connected with them, laying claim to them, they are not a thing. They yeah. are a person. Yeah. And so acting like it's all done, that was just, and I can't tell you how many times there's been situations similar to that, that people have walked in or bumped into somebody or saw somebody at a soccer game or whatever the deal is. And later somebody comes back. How did that person get that? Was that a yeah. referral? Did that person call this is back in the old days? Did that person call into the office and did that person get my business and all this? No. Yeah. No. There, there's, I've known agents before that somebody would get a listing inside of a subdivision and they would come in and say, did that come in on a phone call? Did that come from my flyers that I sent out? Did that come from? No. They, this person was this person's grandmother. Right. Right. And somebody believes that they have ownership to that. Yeah. Okay. Now, here's why. Let me finish all of this before you get huffy and puffy and turn off the podcast. The reason why they feel like they have ownership is because many times they have put a lot of work into the relationship. Yeah. If you lose the person, it wasn't enough. It yeah. doesn't matter how much you put in there. It matters, was it enough? Yeah. Okay? All right. So as a broker, my opinion you should go to everyone in the office and say, how do you lay claims? On, you, you, you guys all know how I am. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, we love you being here. But most of the people that listen to the podcast have listened to 100 plus episodes. Yes. Okay? So I'm just really direct. You're not going to say this like this. Put this in your own words. But here is the, here's the big picture point. Hey, Ben, how do you lay claim to the people that are in the geographic area that you farm or in the, in the database that you run or whatever? How do you delineate who they are and how do you decide who you consider to be somebody that would do business with you instead of anybody else? How do you, how do you make that marker? How do you determine that? Yeah. I put a flag in, I put my flag in their yard. That's what most people do. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's what most people do. Yeah. Okay they better have a really good answer for that. If yeah. they don't have a good answer for that, I am, for, for you all listening, I am less worried that one of your agents in the office gets the business from another agent and you have to deal with people fighting over it. I'm less worried about that, which is, is a very real concern because that's why people leave. They think they're being treated unfairly. Yep. But, but I'm less worried about that and I'm more worried about the agent in your office that says that they've laid claim and a bunch of other people from a bunch of other real estate offices are grabbing their clients because they think they laid claim, but they're not getting that repeat business. Yeah. Here's how you know if what they're telling you is the truth or not. You ask them to go through their database or you sit there and go through their database and how many repeat transactions have they gotten from people? Yeah. When they can go through and say, okay, this person twice, this person three times, this person only once, this person once, this person uh, two times, but their brother's one, this person this many, this person this many. When they can do that, man, they're, they're staying in touch with people. Yeah. When you got a bunch of ones down the list. Hey, Dr. Ben here. I hope you're enjoying this episode. If sometimes you feel overloaded or alone when it comes to building your brokerage, I want you to know that we are here for you. There's so much support available to agents, but hardly any dedicated to brokers. I want to personally invite you to schedule a complimentary strategy call where Matt will help you build a three-step profitability plan that will immediately produce results. This is not a sales pitch. There's no obligation. Simply click the link in the description below. Now let's get back to the show. That's some that is not cultivating their database. Yeah. Does that make sense? It does. Okay. Your job as the broker now is to one, identify that, but, but more importantly, help them identify that. 
Okay. Okay. Now, how do you use this in recruiting? Because that's what we're talking about, recruiting. Yeah. All right. So I would go talk to five or six agents in my office, and I would have this conversation with them, and then I would go put a social post out, and I would say very carefully, and I would say, you know, I've talked to a bunch of agents, and in that conversation, a lot of those agents in their database have only done a single transaction with the bulk of the people in their database. That means there's a lot more opportunity left in their database. If that's what's happening with your database, give me a call. I'd love to sit down and talk to you about it. Now what you're basically saying is, are you not cultivating your database? And if you're not, I've helped you identify an easy way of determining that, and I will help you out with it. Something that I would, I would also be willing to bet that that's the case is people that are paying for leads and not doing follow-up they're always buying that next opportunity. Yeah. Those are people that are one, 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 one for the database. Okay. So, uh, so your job as a, as a broker is to help them identify that. Mm -hmm. The other thing is if you've got somebody that's got a bunch of ones and they're refusing to do any kind of follow up, I would ask permission of them and say, Hey, listen, you know, you, you've got all these ones. Do you want to dig back in and whatever? And they're like, no, no, I just like doing, I just like doing what I'm doing. I would ask their permission and say, do you mind if I cultivate some of those, some of those relationships? They can be pissed about it. Yeah. But at that point, it's going to help them understand, oh, wait a minute. If they're asking if they can do it, oh, somebody else is probably doing it. That gives them that real chance to determine, okay, how, how do I need to handle this? Because my, my next question to them would be, hey, if you, you've got a bunch of ones, do you mind if I do it? And if I come across those leads, I'm just going to share them with, you know, I'll give you first option, Adam, or I'm going to share them with the other agents in the agents in the office. Or what we could do is I could help find a way of you to do that. And then maybe we could get a team member if you're interested and your team member could start cult could, could start working some of those opportunities. And that way you can earn that, that, you know, in that capacity off of it. Now what you're doing is you're basically going to them and saying, there is a big macro world yeah. of what's happening. I'm asking you micro, do we want to work on this together? And I'm giving you options of how we do it. Being able to have that conversation with your own agents, and then when you're recruiting and being able to have that conversation with other agents that walk in, man, that's going to be a powerful conversation. If you can phrase it the right way, don't right. be a jerk and say it direct like I'm saying. Everybody knows that. Of that's course. what I said before. Find, a, find your way of saying that. But basically say you're leaving money on the table. Do you want some help or do you mind if I do it because I don't want that money left on the table? Yeah. Now, I know what a lot of agents are thinking. Because I thought, excuse me, a lot of brokers are thinking, because I thought it too about the agents. Man, I say that they're going to run around telling everybody that that I'm stealing from their database and they're going to leave. Okay. Yeah. If if that's what they took from that conversation, they're on their way out anyway. Yeah, for sure. They're looking for something. They're looking for something. Yeah. Absolutely. If they think that you coming to them having that conversation is more risky than them going to somewhere else. And everybody else in that office doing that and not saying anything to them, yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, then, then they've got their head in the sand. But more importantly, if they do leave, how many people like that that you will do some follow-up and you're starting to pay attention to and you're starting to track? I'm not saying send anything out. I'm not saying go farm behind their back. And that's not what I'm, that's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying start putting those people in a database. Yeah. And when Jimmy Joe leaves, 
who did 15 transactions a year for five years in a row, and now all of a sudden they want to go, they want to go somewhere else. You have all those opportunities at all those customers and clients. At that point, when Jimmy Joe comes in and says, hey, I'm making a business decision, I'm leaving, you can smile back and say, I'm making a business decision as well. And, and you know, I'm going to make sure that I cultivate those relationships that we, that we talked about. Yeah. Good, good luck, Jimmy Joe. Yeah. Okay? And, and if he wasn't doing that before, and he was just going out and getting that getting that new lead, and now you have that data, that information, and you can, as a company, start doing that. Now as new people are coming in, and as you're trying to grow teams, and as all these other things are happening, you have part of the brand for that person. If that agent is a great agent, no matter what you do as a broker, you're not going to be able to take those clients from them. For sure. I don't care what you do. Yeah. If they're a great agent. If they're a mediocre agent, you're going to be able to get a bunch of them. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. The, uh, so a couple things that I heard on this podcast, Yep. number one, you're like, uh, when they were talking about, you know, my, these are my clients, right? And they're like laying claim to the, you know, uh, teach your, teach your, teach your agents, you know, not, not to claim people as their clients, but you do want to provide an, enough service, you know, more than enough service, obviously, so that those buyers and sellers are like, that's my realtor. That's right. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. You, you, yeah. You want to, you want to flip that. You, you know, they, they're not your clients. You are there. You want to be their realtor. Love it. So, and the second thing that I, I picked up from all this, and you didn't really say this, but I think this is where you're getting at. Is just put everybody on drip campaign. Is that what <laughs> you're saying? That, what <laughs> <laughs> that may not have been what he said, guys. Go back and re-listen to it. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I love a drip campaign. Oh, I know you do. Yeah. But I'm not, I'm saying, you know, I was joking like that was the whole solution. Oh, that's what yeah, a lot yeah. of people do. Oh, absolutely. Well, I'm staying in touch with them. Absolutely. Yeah. Every Wednesday at 9 o'clock. <laughs> 9 a.m. Between 9 and 9.30 a.m. Yeah, exactly. On the third Wednesday of the month, they get my newsletter. Yeah, they get my newsletter. So yeah. whatever. Um, awesome, Matt. Well, you know, I'm looking down here. Look, I really feel like we've touched on every, in every one of these these bullet points here. Yep. Um, anything else that you want to add before I, before I, I, I tell everybody to go leave us a comment? Oh, this one takes a little bit of gut. Oh, this, yeah. this one takes a little bit of gut. Oh, it takes a plan and it takes a, an ethical way for you approaching this. Mm-hmm. Okay. You really have to think this one, you have to think this one through. If, if you believe that your company stands for something, mm-hmm. if you believe your company partners with its agents, and if you believe that the client is not getting the service that they deserve, they're not getting the follow-up they deserve, Absolutely, you have a responsibility to approach the agent, and then you have a responsibility as a broker to take care of those clients. Yeah. Okay. I know that's tough. Oh, for sure. Okay. If and and uh, this is not the only way to look at it, but I will ask you if you're listening to this to look at it from this frame of reference for just a second. Okay. If you're completely offended by this, yeah, is there a chance? that you're only looking at this from an agent's point of view instead of from a broker's point of view. Yeah. I'm not saying you are. I'm saying chew on it. Look at you, man. You're always bringing (laughs) chewy Chewbacca up. Awesome. (laughs) Well, guys, leave us a comment down below. Who's your favorite Star Wars Wookiee? But please, you know, go, uh, go, go to, if you're not on YouTube, go to YouTube and let us know. Gosh, this is a big takeaway. Um, This is kind of a big topic. Mm-hmm. Uh, this big takeaway that I took from this. If you have a question, um, you know, obviously put it put it in the comments, and uh, we'll make sure that we touch on that on a future episode as well. And uh, beyond that, 
If you're listening to this on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Deezer, hit that follow button. If you're watching us on YouTube, hit that subscribe button. That bell wraps how you get notified every time we drop a new episode. Go check out Brokerpreneur Podcast and see all the cool things that we have to help you grow your brokerage, no matter what phase or stage of the business that you're in. And uh, check the links in the description below. Matt, we yeah, do man. all this and everything else for one reason, one reason alone. Tell them what it is, partner. We just want to be part of your win. Yeehaw! <laughs>